because of quote-unquote hits like Sharknado, platforms like Netflix and the Sci-Fi Channel are full of so-called bad movies that are specifically designed to be garbage. Gone are cult classics with a feel of Tommy Wiseau's The Room, a genuine attempt that became a fascinating and compelling wreck, a cult classic in the making. Sony's Venom is like a high-budget return to The Room, and it is objectively terrible. I loved it. The movie is predictable in that it follows the same plot structure as most movies of its genre, and unpredictable in that you never know what strange, out-of-place moment or line of dialogue will come next. It is funny in its own weird, morbid way, but it is also funny unintentionally from serious moments that come across as absurd. I haven't laughed this hard at any other film this year. It felt like the filmmakers had accidentally created a superhero movie parody. I question perhaps every single major creative decision that lead actor Tom Hardy made as Eddie Brock. Every second he occupies the screen gives off this bizarre aura, in a role that feels like something Nicolas Cage would have taken in the 1990s or 2000s. Much has been said about Hardy's accent of unknown origin, and much of his physical mannerisms are overplayed as well. But I simply had no grasp on Eddie Brock's personality. There's a combination of humor and determination from this maverick reporter that eventually turns into a constant cynicism after his journalistic career is ruined. Even so, Hardy operates at the same, almost bored wavelength throughout this portion of the story, mumbling from scene to scene. By the time we get to Brock's obtainment of the Venom symbiote, Hardy transitions into a one-person comedy routine with his inner voice of Venom. The symbiote is characterized as sadistic and cruel in a way that when it actually does crack a joke, it unexpectedly fits in with the tone of the film. That doesn't mean that there aren't several eye-raising moments where he can't figure out whether it's a joke or not. Take the scene in which Venom explains to Eddie how he is a loser. Venom's motivation is unclear for most of the film before it takes a jarring shift near the end. Despite lacking any sense of consistency or common sense in this combination character arc of Eddie Brock and Venom, the sheer absurdity of their fun and hilarious dynamic, whether it is intentional or not, made the otherwise painful film bearable. The supporting cast was dead weight. Riz Ahmed is an actor that I very much admire, but with the dialogue fed to him as Life Foundation founder Carlton Drake, he is laughably bad. Drake is meant to be an Elon Musk-like character, with large ambitions that may come at the cost of lives of underprivileged people. We are meant to believe that Drake is determined enough to the point of bypassing ethical standards, but he instead comes across as irrational and just plain stupid. The usually amazing Michelle Williams is wasted in the same manner several actresses have been in older superhero films. As Brock's ex-fiancee Anne, Williams is unconvincing as someone actually in love with Hardy's unsettling Eddie Brock and spends the latter half of the film blindly accepting the madness around her. While she does play a key role in certain sequences, the movie treats her more like a plot point than an actual character. There aren't too many other people to mention besides Jenny Slate as a Life Foundation scientist who recruits Eddie Brock against her own boss, and it is disappointing seeing yet another up-and-coming performer being underused in a big blockbuster that should instead propel her to another level of stardom. In fact, nothing feels right in Venom. The way people talk to each other in this movie does not feel like how actual people talk not only in real life, but even in below-average films. 
Characters say lines that are complete non-sequiturs and raise confusion, until whatever that line was is lost in the following stream of exposition. The movie had a similar structure to other blockbusters with the necessary setups, scenes of exposition, and the inciting incident, but all of these essential scenes are rushed and feel like someone hitting fast-forward on the remote control. It is a mess that is too fascinating to ignore. At worst, blockbuster movies feel like they're written by committee. Venom feels like it was written by a bot that has seen every single superhero movie and produced its own automated screenplay that replaced the word cape with creepy goo with a big tongue. There is no consideration that this robotic screenplay gives to emotion or rationality, with crazy tonal shifts going into the final scene of the movie which might as well ended with a cartoonish Looney Tunes That's All, folks. It is a movie that almost feels like it doesn't know how to justify its own existence, so it doesn't even try. We are left wondering what motivations, besides box office returns, the filmmakers had while putting this weird Frankenstein's monster of a film together. It may be terrible, but I cannot stop thinking about it or talking to people about it. It's a strange Rorschach test where people will see something different from it. Venom feels like a shaggy dog story, a long-running joke with a bad Eminem song as a punchline. I should also mention that I laughed the hardest at the mid credit scene, which I predicted the dialogue of verbatim before the scene even started. Venom, as I said before, is a terrible movie. But not only did I love it, I want them to make more. You should have just listened to me read my Venom review. Uh, this is AP Marvel, a show where we are all currently mourning the death of Iron Fist. Um, and I am your host, <laughs> Chris Compendio. Uh, as usual, I'm joined here by Izzy Show. Hi, Chris. Anthony Payone. Hey, what's up? We got a returning guest in Sam Reardon from our Infinity War episode. hey and uh, we have a uh, we have a fan of the show on today. Uh, I think he won a contest of some sort. Um, we uh, hey yeah, Chris, just... first time, long time, Keith from Queens. <laughs> really excited to be on the show. Yeah, let me grab the piece of paper. I think uh, Peter uh, uh, Unrain, I think is her name. Yeah, did I Close say that enough. correctly? No, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, no one does. <laughs> uh, Pete, do you want to tell us about uh, what do you do in life? Uh, Tell us about I, yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm a. I used to be a teacher, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm a, a software developer now. I'm actually looking for work right now. All right, but, uh, mm-hmm. that's what I mainly do, and I also play a Fortnite with Chris sometimes. Yeah, and, uh, and you're, you're here because um, uh, we saw Venom together, you and me. We did. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you essentially whispered in my ear, "Let me put me in the episode." <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's what I did, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Find yeah, yes. the DMs. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, pretty much. I slid into Chris's DMs so hard. Yeah, so it's like, Chris, please. Anyway. Well, I knew I knew I was going to disagree very strongly with Tony, and sometimes it's frustrating listening to an episode and just wanting to like shout out what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. You wanted to <laughs> just jump into the. I think we're going to get fine. I'm feeling this. This is good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, now that we're all gathered here, uh, the first time we've had a five-person episode. 
Uh, let's just go. Let's just talk about our general thoughts on the episode. On the, this is what yeah, this movie, movie was. Oh God! Yeah. 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 I really San Francisco is really more of a character. I honestly like screaming Let's do this in the uh, most civilized way possible. Yes, we all know it was a chaotic uh, movie, but uh, oh boy, this episode is really um, something. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Anthony. Just uh, I think we can just ride off of your enthusiasm and energy. <laughs> you just tell us your general uh, general thoughts. Not don't not the full review. Just like in general, what you thought about the movie. I came in like two minutes late to the movie, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, all right. Let's see how this goes. And um, I thought the movie was kind of a clusterfuck of, like, what did I just watch? Right. Uh, it was, like, it was just, it's the room of superhero movies. And I'm going to, and that's my, that's my general thought. Yeah. And yeah. You, I, you, I kindly uh, stole that uh, sentiment for you for my review. So thank you for that. Yes. Yes. Good. Um, yes. Izzy, you I just saw it. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. You just, you just saw it yesterday, right? Yes, I did. So I have essentially, I have four and a half hours between my first, my classes on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I took Aaron, uh, my co teacher. Yeah. And we Who's went been to Venom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was an experience. <laughs> Um, she called it you. So she called it unique, which I agree with. I also went in knowing it was like I also went in like with Anthony's and it's the room of superior movies. And I think it's fairly accurate. Um, it was a bit like all over the place, but uh, yeah, it was a bit all like all over the place. But I think there were like a few. There were like there were not a lot. There were like some strong <laughs> moments. Um, and yeah, that's the general thoughts. Okay, so it was all right. It was not great, but there were some good parts. Yeah, um, it was definitely experience. Like, I definitely share the sentiment of like Anthony's like the room of superhero movies. Oh sure, yeah. I'm just thinking about that one line. I'm a loser. Yeah, no, we'll we'll, <laughs> sorry, we'll definitely we'll talk about that. Sorry, yeah. Oh, final point. Final point. I'll yeah. get into this later. You should watch this movie drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 God, I gotta do that. <laughs> Sam, you saw you saw it. Uh, did you see it drunk? <laughs> I did not. So I okay. know um, Marcel was in town. Yeah, I think you know Marcel. I know yeah. Marcel. I know. Marcel. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, it was funny because you were. You, you were talking to you were talking about Marcel and you watching it and you act, and it auto credited to Marvel instead of Marcel. Yep. So I was like, oh yeah, the, the, of course, the Marcel cinematic universe. Um, <laughs> but anyway, God, go wish. on, go on, um, please. Oh yeah, so so he was in town. He was visiting me in Seattle, and mm-hmm. we went and saw it together. And we <laughs> spent the entire movie like just like giggling and shooting yeah. each other looks yeah. and just like like trying not to be like those guys in the theater but totally being those guys in the theater and like whispering right. to each other and like just it, i was i was much more loud when i did the it's, giggling I, oh i know <laughs> i know anthony but it's it, we had a we had a splendid time it it was it was a hog wild experience um and uh very entertaining and um it was a clusterfuck um and i think honestly it could have been amazing if it hadn't been held back by a lot of really old cliches that had no mm-hmm. business being there. That's yeah. my overall thoughts. Sure. 
And uh, Pete, that was basically our experience watching the film, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. kind of. I think I. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head um, because, like, the the main thing was just like I feel like Venom himself was all right, but there were so many things that they just like threw on there because they thought they needed, and they just like weighed the whole thing down. And they also like the pacing was way off because they had like rushed through all this stuff. Oh, like, yeah, they didn't really care about, and like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff. It, we're gonna get into. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. well, I mean, the, the the way we saw it was like, um, I think you were just asking me, like, we were getting dinner together because I, I was in town from New York Comic Con, and you were like, oh, when when's Venom out? And I was like, oh, uh, tomorrow, but like technically tonight. And you're like, oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we made the pact. It was like, okay, we're going to go to three closest theaters here, and if none of them, if they're all sold out, we are just going to call it a night. But the first one we went to had showings available, so yeah. uh, our inebriated asses, uh, we got a free little um, Venom prequel comic, mm-hmm. uh, which I have since lost. It has. Uh, I, 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 actually, I, still, I still have it, actually. I can, we can flip through it later. Um, yeah, you, well, you need to we'll you need to half. keep that uh, yeah, Pete, for posterity. I'm gonna yeah, frame it and yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah, please. But send um, it and stuff. we we were I thought we were gonna be those guys in the theater, like kind of giggling and like um talk like we were we were also getting each other's yeah. looks. Like I was laughing and you just looked like like baffled and confused, I but like amazed exactly at the same was. time. It was the scene where uh, Tom Hardy's fiance gets fired from yes. her job and walks out and and just on the street hands him her engagement ring. And I was just like what like what is happening? Like, they just went through so much in like ten minutes. <laughs> and then cut to six months later. And cut to six yeah, months later. Oh my yeah. God. Like, first of all, the movie should have started at the six months later yeah, part. We didn't exactly. need any. The first twenty minutes of, of the movie didn't make any. I, I, I have a I have a point yeah. about that six months later cut, and it has to do with the fact that Josh Trank directed this movie, and Josh Trank also no, he didn't. No, 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 no. He, uh, it oh. was uh, Ruben. Uh, what's his? It was the guy from Zombieland. Oh, I thought, I thought Josh Trank did it. Josh Trank almost did. I'm going to get to that in a second when I talk oh, about okay. the history of Venom. Okay, oh, because that has to do with the... that has to Because that cut, that wild cut, also happens in Fantastic Four. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, right. The most yeah. recent one, I'm assuming. Yes, yeah, Fantastic yeah. One. Yeah. So, so he, here's the thing. Um, you all remember uh, Topher Grace as Venom in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, every day. Yeah. Yes, every day. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, that, they tried to turn that, like, they kind of, um, um, Avi Arad, so the Sony executive who's kind of behind all the Spider-Man movies and a lot of terrible 2000s movies, um, he was really adamant about, um, getting, uh, Venom into these movies. So I think Spider-Man 3 was just supposed to be about, like, James Franco's Harry Osborn and the Sandman, and then they're like, oh no, no, you gotta put Venom in. And then Spider-Man 3 was exactly the movie we remember it to be. Yeah. Um, and then they tried to get these two dudes to write a new uh, Venom movie. And these are the guys who ended up writing uh, not only Deadpool, but they wrote Life, which people thought was a Venom movie. Because <laughs> it had like a weird alien, like, goo creature. Um, but that never turned... That never really happened because then they rebooted the whole Spider-Man series with the Andrew Garfield stuff. Uh, that's when they tried to get Josh Trank in, um, because this was after Chronicle came out, so he was, like, hot in hot Hollywood. Shit. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Be- this is before he made Fantastic Four. 
Can you imagine if, like, halfway through life, like, Ryan Reynolds just, like, turned around and said, we are Venom, and then, like, everyone yeah. in the audience realized that they were watching a comic book <sighs> movie? <laughs> Honestly, really I bad. wish, I haven't watched Life, but I kind of wish that that The movie was is true. called Life, and the foundation is called the Life Foundation. It would have yeah. worked. Yeah, seriously, that yeah. Like, actually could have worked. Um, and people were confused because one of the trailers for Life... Uh, used just, like, stock footage of, like, uh, a crowd looking up to the sky, and that, that shot was from Spider-Man 3, just to make it mm. even more confusing. And oh also, God. it was also a Sony film, so, like, I don't know what's happening here. Well, they, they really um, missed an opportunity by not tying it into the Cloverfield trilogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it did talk about, I know, like, it was in space, and this was about space, uh-huh. like, there's a space event, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, um... Yeah, and then and then uh, Josh Trank's movie obviously never happened because then they rebooted Spider Man again with Spider Man Homecoming. Um, so then Amy Pascal, um, who was kind of the co-producer of Homecoming, she's from Sony, and Kevin Feige's from Marvel, of course. Um, I don't know why when they made Homecoming, they're like, okay, now that we have this deal with Marvel Studios, now is the time to make our own universe, starting with Venom. And it's like, that, wait, that makes, that's literally, like, the most counterproductive thing ever. Mm-hmm. Because then you see, like, joint interviews with Pascal and Feige, and uh, Amy Pascal's like, oh yeah, like, we're gonna start our own universe with, uh, with Marvel, and it's gonna be tangent to the MCU and Spider-Man Homecoming, and Kevin Feige's, like, sitting next to her, just looking confused and backwards. Yeah. And just, like, like, just, like, looking in the other direction, just, like, blankly into space, like he's mm-hmm. trying to, like, not be there somehow and it's just the most it's the most bizarre thing ever because even after seeing the movie i still have no clue if this is meant to be related to that homecoming movie mm-hmm. um I, I don't i don't think it is i so my yeah. sort of theory here is that it's basically their attempt at deadpool yeah um, the same way that deadpool is kind of like x-men adjacent this is sort of spider-man sure. adjacent um, and the whole tone and the humor versus violence thing is, it wants to be Deadpool, but it also, like, wants to be, like, the Dark Knight, kind of, and also, <laughs> and also like, a sci-fi horror movie. Very ambitious. But it didn't commit to any of them. It also wants to be, um, Bridget Jones' diary. Yeah. Oh my god. Sure, sure. <laughs> If 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 what's his face if what's his face had played Eddie Brock this would have been an amazing movie. Who's Topher Topher Grace? Topher uh, Grace? No, no, no. <laughs> well, well, yes, but no, 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 no. From uh, oh god, um, from Bridget Jones' Diary. Uh, Colin, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. If Colin Firth had played Eddie oh, Brock in this movie, my it god. would have been the best movie ever made. If Colin Firth had played Venom, can you even imagine? No, I, I don't know if I want that. Imagine like the mask pulls back and it's Hugh Grant and he's like, "Whoa, this is quite <laughs> no, cool. this is- no, 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 Hugh, Hugh Grant uh, is carnage. Car- Hugh, Hugh Grant is, is carnage. Car- yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Colin Firth is and and then um, uh, Renee Zellweger plays the fiance who becomes yeah. she Venom. Yeah, Venom with Michelle boots. Williams does yeah. kind of look like mid two thousands Renee Zellweger. Mm. Hey, yeah, and she's blonde. Happened. Yeah, yeah. This really is all connected, is it? Life, Bridget Jones' Diary, Venom, they're all connected. This is the the greatest uh, Venom universe that we could ever create. Yeah, they accidentally made a cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) A three-movie cinematic universe. Um, Do you guys have any... Did you see the soundbite of Avi Arad, who is 
attached to this movie, by the way. Yeah. After, um, like, he was he was kind of kicked out of Marvel Studios when, like, Kevin Feige started it with Iron Man and, and Incredible Hulk. Because, um, like, he's credited on Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, but, mm-hmm. like, he was quoted, Aviera was quoted saying, the kids love Venom. <laughs> Y'all, he saw some horny fan art or something. They do. What he was saying. He fully, he the fully searched like Venom. the kids do love Venom, but not yeah. in the not. way that he thinks. No. Yeah. Some intern probably said like, "Hey, uh, people are already making fan art. Ha ha ha! Look at this." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, this seems like normal art that I yes." I, I understand what this is. Mm-mm. Well, it no. kind of feels like he's just making Venom into his pet the same way. Like, there was this producer named John Peters who kept trying to make a Superman movie that has... He's been trying this for... He's been trying to do a Star is Born remake for years, and he tried to do a Superman movie for years. And he wanted the Superman movie to have a giant spider, um, mm. a a gay robot, a gay R2-D2 sidekick. Okay. And um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he wanted... I think he wanted... Uh, I think he wanted Nick Cage to play Superman, because he looks like a... Or, or, no, he wanted Sean Penn, I think, to like look like a total... Like a a, a ruthless killer. That is killer, a wildly different. Okay, that is, yeah. those are that is no night Nick, and day, my the man. Nick Cage <laughs> Superman thing was a different thing. You can scoff at that, but where is the Superman franchise now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am. I, am, I That's I, true. God, I can't. I God, I wish that Nick Cage had been Superman ever. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be. He's, <laughs> oh my. He's gonna God. kind of be Spider Man. In yeah. Universe. Well, no, he is Sorry? gonna be Spider Man. Yeah. He's gonna be Noir Spider Man. Noir Spider Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the animated oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh and John yeah. Mulaney is is Spider Ham. Spider Ham, yeah. Um, superhero movies are weird, man. <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. happening? They be. Yeah. Um. Hey, Pete, was Venom good? Yeah. So Venom was a good movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. it, has, it has an eighty percent on from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> yes, people love it. Really, it's a good yes. movie. The People's Champion. The yeah. People's Movie. The People's Movie. I think. Uh, so I, so this is what like, I think if you put Tom Hardy's Venom and he does this whole sort of lethal protector arc in San Francisco, and then you put him in conflict with Tom Holland's Spider Man, you'd have an interesting movie, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you, I, I don't know I feel like if you if Tom Hall if Tom Holland's Spider Man was like a little like, a couple years older, I think it would make sense. But I also don't see, like, Venom fitting, like, the movie Venom fitting in with, like, a teenager yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And yeah. it's a little too a horny. adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too violent. Like, you can have, yeah, I guess you can't, you can't have Venom eating off someone's head in front of little baby Peter Parker. That yeah. Just be too... But I, so I actually, I watched this, when we watched this movie, I had just listened to the romance episode that you guys did. And the romantic subplot in this movie reminds me a lot of what you were talking about with like series one, like Marvel movies where they just kind of right. have this, like, you know, like the Hulk had this, has like Betty and like, you know, just these romantic subplots that feel like they just had to be there. Like, I think mm-hmm. if you cut out the whole, you know, the the fake romantic subplot with the ex-fiance. Dan? 
and focused on as opposed to the real romantic <laughs> the real romantic with... subplot with Venom and Eddie Brock okay. yeah. and how they're falling in love yeah mm-hmm. I mean I feel like there's a lot of stuff you could have like Jenny Slate for example could have filled a lot of like sort of plot roles yes 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 like, yes she yes. could have okay. been the one that turned on like first of all she, I think she's much she's very funny so she could have really fed into the humor of the she movie. was wasted in this movie she's totally wasted yeah. okay. Sam did you want to jump off that Sam I, I absolutely do so this is yeah. one of the things I took notes on but this is this, this is one of the things that drove me crazy about this movie because there are two female characters both of whom are positioned as like like strong female characters like one of them is like you know she's like a scientist and she's making the hard choice and the other one is like she's a love interest but like she you know she stands up for herself and you know she's a lawyer and she makes tough decisions but both of them are super weak and neither of them have character arcs and not, neither of them serve any purpose except to serve as motivators for the man yeah and mm-hmm. it is it is such a tired old cliche if the two of them had been combined if jenny slate had just played this science like if we had taken out the, the whole x situation uh, the whole and he's in and, and Eddie Brock. We just start with him being a disgraced journalist because he, you know, uh, like some lawyer blackballed him, or you know, the whole life things could have still happened. That could be his big fall from grace. The the Jenny Slate character is wasted. Yeah, I mean, in this movie alone, but also in the the there's a that would be an amazing character to have in future movies like this sort of like disgraced scientist who you know got blackballed by all the institutions and is the only one who knows anything yeah is the only one who knows anything about venom and is passionate about you know not only this 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 new research opportunity but the way it could help humanity in the future because that's why she's involved with the project to begin with and that's just Mm -hmm. totally dropped she's killed out of nowhere for no reason why didn't she run away she she gives up the information yeah yeah I mean, she, she gives up the information so easily. Wouldn't ha- it have been so much cooler if she had been the one who was who who came to find Eddie? Who then she was the one who uh, formed a, a symbiosis with Venom to come find Eddie and that whole thing. Yeah. And then the, the kiss would have been something else, maybe. Well, yeah, the kiss, not. the kiss, the kiss could have been like Eddie Brock makes out with Venom, and then like that's what Venom it was. turns and in, then they, and then they, Venom turns then into Jenny Slate, out. and he's like, oh, gross, it's Jenny Slate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, I, yeah, my yeah. mistake. Yeah. Also, it was it was hilarious that they were like, oh, no, 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 Venom's a woman in the scene. It's not weird. It's not weird at all. Look at this. Huge boobs on this symbiote. <laughs> totally normal, guys. Yeah, totally yeah. normal. Like, like I, her major thing oh was that God. she follows them into that fight and she turns on the high-frequency sound. Yes, and the whole... The whole thing, there's no reason for her to know that. Venom gave yeah. up that information and volunteered that he was weak to fire, which had never come up before. The only yeah. person who should have mm. known that was a scientist who had worked with them. Why yeah. would Venom trust this person he doesn't even know? Especially since Dan's there. Even if yeah. he likes the girlfriend, why would he trust this random doctor who Eddie doesn't even like or know or trust? I will say, mm. I really like the idea of the boyfriend who's secure enough to help out the ex boy, like the ex fiance, and like he's not yeah. really threatened by Eddie Brock at all. Like, sure. Yeah. Dan is mm-hmm. we stand Dan that's all I'm saying <laughs> we stand Dan I, I yeah I, I, I did like Dan Dan the man yeah it was like a nice like Dan support it's like man it was nice like, in those, like it's nice how like they yeah supporting like Eddie like how like Bobby Kenneth Valet and Judy Greer were supporting like Scott and like Ant-Man I only mm-hmm. know yeah. I only know right, actors names right. but like that was also like an aspect I liked I think like this is uh, this does not in any way excuse any of the um, portrayals of Jenny Slate and uh, Michelle Williams, but like I know Chris also mentioned, Chris, I think you mentioned in your review also that it had like a mid two thousands vibe Venom, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie, like the characterizations of like Michelle Williams and Jenny Slate felt like that a little bit. 
And yep. that yeah. is I, obviously does not excuse like the poor representation and like poor characterization, but you definitely get that vibe like from like the classic like tried and true like tropes and like portrayals and like storylines throughout. And like the yeah. feeling like, oh, like he let him get away and then, like at the end he's like, We are venom. Like that's <laughs> very like Yeah. That's very classic two thousands, I feel like. Like a turd in the wind. God. That's less classic. <laughs> that's a mo- that's a modern quote for this modern era. That's a, a cult classic is what that is. <laughs> yeah. So so is he like to go back to the question, was it yeah, what was it was the movie good in your eyes? So then? the movie was so it was interesting because like the movie was fun. I think like like so I so I started doing bullet journals. Now. I started doing a bullet journal and like I have like a section of like movies I've seen. And I'm trying to rate this movie on a ten scale on a, on a ten point scale. And like huh. I was trying, I was like I was like you know I had like a lot of fun in this movie. Like I my experience with Aaron's like the same as like yours. I like if something like ridiculous would happen, I'd be like Aaron, what the fuck are we watching? And like she'd laugh at my face and she's like. <laughs> Like, if something stupid happened, and we'd be like, and Aaron would be like, Ugh. and I'm like, same, man. But, like, I think, uh, I just, like, it was definitely interesting. It definitely wasn't good. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think <laughs> the last, okay. like, the first 30 minutes were pretty, like, the, like, the first 30 minutes, like, could have been cut. It's like, all the stuff six months later, like, the, all the stuff before six months later could have been cut. Like, that's a very good point. But I think mm-hmm. You definitely like, get lost in it. Like I watched this movie at like 12 p.m. on a Monday, and I completely <laughs> forgot that it was. And I completely forgot that I thought it was like 7 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I just got kind of lost in the movie a bit. I think, the, I guess, like you can say, like Tom Hardy is a good job of like immersing you in with like Venom and whatever the fuck. Oh you're yeah, to do I, with I felt really immersed when I had evil, Elon, uh, super e- evil Elon Musk tell me fortune cookie quotes. Oh yeah, uh, we're not talking about Riz Ahmed yet. We have to <laughs> reserve oh, a whole. We, we need to work up to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's and gonna the, take a while. Small, small, small poor, block. Poor Riz. I'm not ready. <laughs> but yeah, I think like I'm ready. I I don't think you all are. I think Venom. I I think Tom Hardy was a better Venom. Than whatever the fuck he was trying to do with Eddie Brock. I'm a reporter. <laughs> I'm a reporter. I'm reporting on the news. Protest. Homeless people. Uh, recycling. Dead body found. The most the- unrealistic part of this whole thing is Eddie Brock pays Eddie someone Brock? for a, sh- a, a street sheet. Like he pays someone twenty dollars for a street no, sheet. No, 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 no. But see, man, he's a good person. It's he's connected. Man. No, he's just a fucking. I read a street alcoholic. I read a street sheet one time when I was in San Francisco, and it. Yeah, you know, whatever. I wouldn't pay twenty dollars for it. That's all I'm saying. He, no, here's the thing. No, 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 no. But that whole scene is like the point is that he does. He's not gonna fucking read it. Like, yeah. The the whole point is that he just wants to give her money, but doesn't want it to seem like it's just charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think like he's like he's trying to like you know. I saw it like, like a... oh, I for I saw it saw scenes like he just like stupid. Like he gives her twenty. He offered she offered him five dollars, and he gave her twenty. Like that's not like. I sort of excuse as like, oh, public drunkardliness and whatever. Like that's how I saw it. Right. I saw the scene as like I thought I thought he cared he's about kind it. Kind of a shithead. The whole point yeah. is that she's gonna die later, which you know as soon as he buys that newspaper, because he cares about her <laughs> and but she's not important mm-hmm. enough to stay alive, so mm-hmm. that I mean, I don't know. Boy, we love how we treat our women in Venom. Love it. All die except one. All of the people that Riot took over were women. 
Oh wow! Oh, that's true. What? I didn't realize that. Well, except for oh, Riz, so that Riot uh, took over except for, women. Except for Riz at the end. That's interesting. Except for Riz at yeah. the end. Wow. Uh, well. Oh, also, before you talk about Tom Hardy, I just want to say. So I looked up. I was looking at this before, um, like earlier today. I just trying to find out what the fuck was like Tom Hardy's accent, and they say he was <laughs> going for like an aw shucks accent kind of vibe. What is that? That's exactly what, that what I got say? from it. So I think he nailed it. I think he hit it right in the head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, the whole thing is, really? the of whole that. Thing is he's yeah. like, what, what, what's happening? Like, why am I eating so many tater tots? Like, yeah, we remember when I climbed into a lobster tank? Like, yeah, this is fine. It's no big deal. I'm watching the end of my clothes. No big deal. <laughs> oh, I gotta eat, I gotta eat food. I gotta, I gotta eat. I don't oh know what's going God. on. Uncanny impression. He, I felt so bad for the ex-fiance when that was all going on because it really did just look like he was like losing his mind. He was sweating a lot in that movie. Sweating he was. So much. was so look, if Tom Hardy ends up being the Nicolas Cage, I would not be surprised. <laughs> no. Of our generation. I no, I I don't know. He's he knows what he's doing. I mean, he has a penchant for like just strange voices. Like, like his Bane voice is just iconic at this point, isn't it? Like, yeah. everyone still does Bane yep. impressions. I was and, uh... born in the dark. When yeah. I was, did he uh, also voice also Venom? Uncanny. Yeah, he I did. To look this up before, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we were, See, we that, were. That's smacked a little bit of Venom. We were actually, we were talking about this before you signed on. So he uh, recorded yeah. all of the Venom lines in the morning of that, day, like of like the day that they're whatever scene they were doing, and then they had someone queue up the lines in the scene. So he actually responded to himself in the scene, and everyone That's else, wild. everyone else in the scene has to pretend that they don't hear Venom because it's just like playing in the in the studio or whatever. So it's like how they filmed that. her, but stupider. It's just like, <laughs> it's just, and it's also a love story about two sort of personalities that are of different. I guess you could say yeah, species. one of whom the personhood is kind of questionable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the personhood. The, the, her, her is also part of this Venom cinematic universe, it seems. But <laughs> her was created by the Life Foundation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Samantha, the go. AI was. Uh, yeah, um, Anthony was was um, was, was Venom, Venom good? good? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's good, but I also wouldn't say it's bad. I say it's in this <laughs> miasmic of, like void space between the two that shouldn't be like. You have your good side and your bad side, and then you have the in-between. Venom is, like... Stuck like in the middle li- with Venom. <laughs> yeah. Like, tangential like it's in the- It's oscillating in this, in this unknown space between... <laughs> that is, like, neither good nor bad. Uh, it's like a yeah. derpy middle, essentially. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh, it's true neutral i, I think <laughs> once once the lobster scene happened oh, i was just neutral, i shouted chaos out loud neutral. what the fuck is yeah. this and and the people in the theater straight up laughed along with me and it was pretty <laughs> good like what am i watching you know what it reminds me, there's this there's this vine of like i don't i i'm not well versed in vines so i can't oh me neither so it's like essentially it's like this girl like she's in the the same thing. She's in the bath, like fully clothed, and she's like, "I'm washing my I'm stuff. washing me and my clothes, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and my clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, you right. guys. Yeah, I brought that I, up earlier a little bit. <laughs> I immediately thought of that, and it made me realize even more how much of a, how much of a special child Venom 
as a movie is. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very different. Um Yeah. There was um there was there was no second act to this movie. Uh it just was like the stuff happened and then it ended. Uh I like Venom as a character was like kind of like weird. I didn't understand why it was like why he like he was just like, "Oh, so now I'm going to eat this person." And then it's like, "Oh," and then it's like making like weird jokes later on. So it it like that didn't like it felt like two different venoms where it's like one was trying to crack jokes and the other one was trying to be like uh oh this is the rules of the game now so it was just mm-hmm. i don't Can know I be honest venom was my favorite part of the movie and the most <laughs> realistic character <laughs> i'm not kidding yeah, yeah i totally I agree because that whole thing <laughs> the thing you just described as being the whole thing you just described as being weird is totally like how I would yeah. behave in that situation of like, man, I really wish I could eat people, but first I got to break the ice. Hey, I was <laughs> kind of a loser on my own <laughs> hey, I was, Hey, I was a loser. Uh, maybe we should be friends. And I know you're kind of a loser too. Let's team up. Yeah, I I'm like gonna, that part. I'm going to neg this guy super hard so that he'll let me eat some heads of well, people. I like I like the part where like you realize that suddenly you realize that Venom like has had like a change of heart and that like he like wants to betray his friends but like he he he's the only one that knew that the whole time and like he's like revealing this to Eddie as they're like running to the thing. I don't know. I'm going to defend yeah, this with like 10 minutes left in the like, movie. I feel like Venom is <laughs> I, 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 don't... I feel like Venom is just um is the only one that actually like if you watch when, as soon as Venom enters the movie, he's just like, oh, I'm just figuring this shit out. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then he's just like, oh, this is fun. I enjoy this. Yeah. And then, like, all the all the action sequences is like, oh, I, this is fun. I like getting chased and not not the not biting the heads oh, off part. Quick and on the action sequence side of things, can I just say that that, that one climax between um, Venom and uh, the silver one? Riot. Riot. Thank you. I'm very bad with names. Uh, between Venom and Riot uh, was like I really, I really visually enjoyed that. I usually yes, hate I agree. Fight oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I actually thought that the fight scenes were actually enjoyable. I thought that the, uh, I thought the uh, the the smokes the smoke one where you like you see Venom like the when it, like there's all those SWAT the, people the smoke cans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. cool. And I thought that was like sure. a really cool fight scene and a really cool. The pacing of the fight scenes was really good. Like. Slow mo has become such like a a crutch, and it's so like overused sometimes. But when it was used here, I couldn't even tell if it was being used or if like yeah. the the characters were just like straining to make progress. Like I I, I just I I really yeah. enjoyed it. I, yeah, yeah. I uh, I thought that the funniest one of the funniest parts of the the first action sequence was like, uh, why are there like actual like like remote control joint drones like flying around? Why are release, they the not, like, <laughs> release the drones? Release the drones. This is a superhero what? movie in some alternate <laughs> like some alternate universe. Why are they like like the fucking Super Bowl drones and not like <laughs> some bullshit like tony stark drones like are they like knock off yeah, shit like, buy a fucking bodega it's the drones you buy in a bodega anthony they they put all the funding into the the special fight scenes you know the, the yeah. drones are just you know yeah. the and the lobster sort of scenes you know, there's a lot of lobsters in this. i really want to talk about the bland uh head of security guy and like his whole Oh, the, the Jason Statham type that you the, mentioned. A, a Jason Statham type, yeah. As as he's <laughs> no, not no, even, yeah. In the notes, when he gets his head bitten off, I'm like, oh, thank God, that's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> God, 
god. He's so I was flat. so worried that he was gonna stick around to come up in the final fight scene and have like some role to play. Oh, thank so, god they got rid of him. So, they should so have cut weird. him from the script, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the script felt like a it, it felt like a very early draft because there were just so many parts that were just like you guys were saying how rushed some parts felt, so um, I mentioned in the review that it felt like a bot wrote this because <laughs> it, it it felt like it, it kind of it felt like I picked tropes and like lines and moments and beats from like previous superhero movies and just kind yeah. of threw them together in a way that felt a little less coherent. So there were several scenes that I felt ended like two minutes earlier than they should have ended. Yeah, um, and I think like the best example is that six minutes six months later jump because. Um, and Pete, you were talking about this scene where, like, how they're, they're doing the tests on, like, I guess they're, like, were they rats or something like that? Yeah, bunnies. But, um, bunnies. Bunnies, yeah. bunnies, 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 bunnies yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, I, I just default go to rats. It's not whatever, they first, specifically yeah. chose bunnies because they're the most innocent, fluffy-looking things. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> it was a cinematic yeah. choice. All right, yeah. <laughs> Ruben like Flesher, yeah, Ryan you got it. all women so that it would be, like, super scary when they, like, did creepy shit yeah because yeah. Yeah. women um, are so like you know underestimating all the time when, that's why when riot was a little girl Whoa. when riot mm-hmm. like yeah when riot like follows that little girl into the bathroom i was like this is so cre-. like this is just like uncomfortable like it's just like i don't know so uncomfortable we're killing kids man Wait, speaking of little girls the part where marcel and i lost it was when like the, the, the little girl guy, walked out, the, out the, of the no 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 no, no. The, the the villain guy was uh like he was hosting like a talk with those kids at his lab or whatever yeah oh my god started talking and every, all the kids were like oh but don't interrupt and he was like Shh, don't silence her <laughs> yeah. and then he doesn't answer like, her like question it was some moment yeah. no she never asked her question he never asked she never asked the question no no, no 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 she never did he brought her up and he gave her this speech like people will try to silence you and you, we, people like us see the world differently like fuck all you other kids I guess on this career day excursion. <laughs> yeah. you guys. So that's literally that's small girl. That's a very Elon Musk And the next moment. scene, he has the pin again. Yeah. Very I mean, it's Elon probably Musk. multiple pins. Very he has Elon like Musk eight of those. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's exactly the type of stuff I'm talking about. Just like scenes like that just felt so... Like, like you get the point like of the scene. If, if you had seen him like taking, like refasting right. the pin at the start of the next scene, or, I don't know. It's just little things like that that bug me. Yeah. Like... Like you get you get the point of that scene, like what that's trying to show about the character, but like nothing that anyone actually says in that. There is not a single beat in that scene that actually feels real at all. Like no one's talking like real people, and I was just I was just confused, and I I I can't Here's remember any character. lines. Just says fortune yeah. cookie quotes. Well. Uh... Let me know when it's time to talk about Riz Ahmed's character because I yeah because you're because I think I know where you're going with you're talking about how they they're doing the bunny trials and then he's just like yeah. okay do human trials and then she's like um we're not ready and he's like do them and then they do them like it makes no sense like that whole part yeah so like I've seen that scene in other movies before but like the way they did that it felt like they they like cut it somewhere where it's like apart. yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's it's very. It's very strangely put together, and I just could not figure out like what what happens like in the editing room during like, this. Like, like Jenny Slate, no, you don't understand. Like there are HIPAA there are HIPAA violations we have to consider. Like we're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> nope, no, let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they signed waivers. Uh, what? <laughs> Isaac in the Bible. Isaac what? was the son. Oh yeah, the Abraham. Isaac thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Hi. Okay. As a that story okay. As a what? as a Catholic as a Catholic person, right? That's that is not correct. Yeah, he doesn't even know. Yeah, exactly. No, no. He doesn't know. Everything that character says is straight up bullshit. It's just literally wrong. He literally ended that speech by saying, "This time, 
I'll do better. And mm-hmm. ev- no one is like, hey, dude, did you just call yourself God, like, twice? <laughs> like, are you sure about it? Are you sure? Are you good? I mean, Elon Musk definitely calls himself God a couple times a day. I mean, Chris, you can relate to this. So... The yeah. ship crashes in East Malaysia, right? And then they say, yeah, yeah it's in, yeah, like the, um, yeah, it landed in Cebu. The Cebu is in the fucking Philippines. The Philippines, yeah. <laughs> that pissed oh, me off. God. <laughs> That's when you know the movie's going. I didn't even see that part because that was when I was still running into the movie theater. Yeah. And by running, I mean, and by running, I mean, uh, walking. Brisk, yeah. A brisk walk. And they have that, walk. they have that. Like that scene where she like she's like walking into like the market. I've seen that market like every time some like Southeast Asian company like country is being portrayed. Oh, it's right. like the yeah. the market with like the raw like chickens. It's the set they have. It's like the one set they have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they use that over yep. and over again. Uh someone someone tell me what Riz Ahmed's motivation in this movie was. Uh to apparently f- fuck up his experiment like really bad. Because that's the other thing. After they go to human trials, all of the symbiotes are dying. And it's like, you have four of these, like, alien creatures. You have no way of getting any more. And three of them are dead. Don't you think you should slow down a little bit, Riz? <laughs> Bud? <laughs> well, that's why he got so mad when, when they let one of them die. Yeah. When when they mm. put, he put he put it in the scientist and then expected everything to go smoothly. No, no. I, no and instead, was... the other scientists were like... No, he was, like, framing that as, like, an accident. Because he didn't want them to admit that he let the thing loose. And the whole point of that scene is he's like, why could you, like, how could you let this happen? Like, this is, like, a rare creature. And the scientists are like, what do you mean? Like, because they thought he'd be upset about Jenny Slate dying, but it's about... No, but they were there when he said release the creature, I thought. I thought that whole scene was not about, like, how could you let this happen to Jenny? It was, how could you let this symbiote die? Right, that's what You watched as this symbiote died, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like, I think, I don't know. The movie was confusing. I thought what happened was he released the creature. You are right. You are correct about that. Yeah, the fact that we're debating about this many scenes and what was their point just goes to show you how this movie was not well done. It lacks uh, so that much one character. The character frame. from Luke Cage is in this. Who? Oh, sure. The Chess guy from the barbershop. Yeah. yeah. The guy from the barbershop who plays chess. Oh, yeah, because he says in season two. Is it is it the same guy? Because he says in season two that he's going to San Francisco. <laughs> Oh my Wait, God. are you serious? It's adjacent. No! I don't think I, I, we did I say San Francisco. Venom. Where, where does he show up in Venom? He was the boss man of, like, when he was... Oh, it's definitely not the same guy. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he Unless moves to he San is. Francisco and takes over hmm. a major... That, that yeah. no. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, the scientist who tries to cancel the launch is uh, was also the uh, evil executive in Cloak and Dagger Season 1. So there was a lot oh of my weird, God. like, oh, I know that dude. That, <laughs> That's whole, weird. that dude's whole, like, scene arc, Marcel and I were losing. <laughs> as soon as, like, uh, Riz Ahmed is, like, making demands and the guy's in the back just, like, covering his face with his hand. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, me too, buddy, me too. <laughs> his face oh, journey was so God. reliable in that scene. Sweet Jesus. So, I, this is, like, a sort of backtrack, but since um, it is sort of related, I will say that, like, this, it's weird because, like, I think so. I think most of this money CGI wise definitely went into like making Venom like a, my personal opinion, like kind of a badass. Like the character Venom, that's the rest of the movie was like obviously like not great. Rest of the movie, like not as good CGI. But like the CGI was right. So you'd expect it to be like on some of like a similar level if they're focusing that much on like the CGI characters. But riots felt like a little riot felt like a little bit off for some reason. Like compared that's because to riots gray and everything else in the entire rest of the movie was also gray. 
So probably <laughs> making Riot, like, it just probably kind of, conf- like, blended with the rest of the background. Part of me almost wants to give a designer credit for that because it makes him look more alien and weird. But I don't know oh, if okay. it was intentional. Sure. I don't, I, oh, I hesitate <laughs> to give credit for that. But it it could have been an interesting choice where they purposefully made this this one monster look very visually disparate from the rest of the the movie, and 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 not quite fit in visually because of Alien. And meanwhile, Venom is much more tangible and like t- just tangible looking. Also, fair warning: my cat just woke up, so there may be cat noises <laughs> in the future. Right, that's fine. Well, we can always have another guest. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Was, uh, I thought that the weird interjection of what Eddie Brock does into the, like, the this is the Eddie Brock show, and then, like, that <laughs> wa- weird Brock montage is, like, of what the Eddie Brock show is was, like, unnecessary and kind of out of nowhere, um, but I just thought that whole thing was funny because he's an investigative reporter and he was investigating things that were happening at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, he, he, he just steals, like, from his lawyer from his lawyer girlfriend right like if he admit i don't know it just seems, it seems weird like it seems like he would know the stakes of doing that more than, yeah like, than just and he didn't even so cover flippant. his tracks like, that, no like, it's like, so obvious like that they're gonna put that together and be like oh obviously he got this from his girlfriend who is working on this case that he brought up in this interview you would think that as an investigator he might consider that there would be an investigation but no. such is the life of Eddie Brock. <laughs> uh, I, I want to see the dallies of this of this production of, of of Tom Hardy just walking around San Francisco recording B roll footage for his, the Eddie Brock show and just like <laughs> it's like just meandering around the streets and just talking in his. We're here accent. in Oakland where there's protests. <laughs> A dead body was found in the <laughs> trash. So much of this movie, like the way the framing and and lack thereof, felt. <laughs> like a like a student written work right. of like someone not knowing what to establish and how to establish it like the whole thing uh, all the all the stuff of 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 like what his reporting looks like and all that is it's very student film to like yeah. show all of that yeah to mm. open with a uh, with a news montage is like the oldest yeah. trick in the book it's like the first thing they tell you mm. not to do right yeah that's like very 2000s it's a hard mm-hmm. back. Yeah. I I always go back to those scenes in um there there seemed to be a weird thing with basketball courts in early two thousands superhero Cat movies. Woman. With, specifically with Catwoman and Daredevil, I'm Daredevil. talking about. So the Cat, playground yeah, scene. Daredevil had um yeah, Catwoman <laughs> had the scene of like Halle Berry playing basketball um with that guy and it's like very weirdly sensual and like all these kids are watching and it's just the most bizarre thing ever and the camera is just like moving back and it's like swinging back and forth like someone with the ball. I think in the yeah, yeah <laughs> someone someone compared it to like a lunchables commercial which i think is very <laughs> no, accurate oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Reese's buff, Reese's buff. i was just, yeah, I was just waiting much. for them to turn into liquid and for them to do the yeah uh, yeah the capri yeah. sun thing yeah. capri sun yeah <laughs> Uh, and then the the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie had the part where like he, he's like sparring with uh, Jennifer Gardner as Elektra, and like the camera movement is like very similar in that respect. I want to say that guy also made the first Nick Cage Ghost Rider movie, so like he like it's 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 like very like 
Paul W.S. Anderson aesthetic of, like, Stylish is, like, doing random camera movements and, like, making people do over-the-top stuff, and, like, that's... <laughs> I can kind of see why people compare Venom to that kind of movie. Mm. Um, and, yeah, people were saying it feels very pre-MCU, which... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, the Daredevil, Catwoman... The Blade? The Blade, the yeah. X-Men even, 1. It even has a, a few echoes of, um... Iron Man, like some of the the storytelling beats that Iron Man falls back. Oh, on. I'm particularly yeah, yeah. thinking about the Pepper Potts arc, where she mm-hmm. is literally the exact same arc in, as as the girlfriend in this movie, where and, she like sure. and the same shows wardrobe. up to save the day out of nowhere. Yeah, in the same wardrobe, <laughs> the white shirt, the black skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the professional woman wardrobe. Yeah, is what that's mm-hmm. called. Almost the same hair, slightly different color. Oh yeah. So I I just posted a meme that I found. Um, <laughs> yes, I, so, I see. So I'm I upset. It's an important comparison because if you think about it, like in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, Norman yeah. Osborn sort of convincingly plays this part of like the CEO slash scientist who like kind of goes mad and like abuses his company pow- power, but he does it in ways mm-hmm. that make sense where he like has access to these labs and he like he's like he's like breaking into them. You know what I mean? And you don't like think about mm-hmm. it as much. And it has the same plot arc where he like kills his like assistant or type and like is oh, like yeah. surprised yeah. by it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, Will, Will, Willem Dafoe was, like, made for that kind of role. Because like, he already looks like, like a goblin, a... man. <laughs> yeah. Willem Dafoe as Venom would have also worked. Yeah. You, you, you need, like, a, like a Michael Shannon type. Like, someone oh. who just expect to go crazy, like, every single movie that they're in. So, like, uh, Jared, Le- so like Jared Leto? Phoenix. See, I don't yeah. think... No, I don't not think, Jared Leto. I don't oh, think not Jared work, Leto. Like, Never Jared Leto. Like, <laughs> Never like, again. Like, if you have Michael Shannon in the Venom suit, and then Venom, like, comes on, and Venom's like, let's go eat some heads, and Michael Shannon's like, yeah, I love eating heads. I already do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, and Venom's it, like, whoa, slow down. Yeah, Venom's like, okay, I'm like, I can't. Like, it makes more sense for the... That's why the aw shucks accent... I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it yeah. works. I'm not gonna say it. It, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Like I. I can't, so like, but like that's what he was trying to do. Like he was trying to be like this guy who like doesn't want to eat heads. The th- the the um, the the most two thousands thing in the movie I think has to be Eddie's wardrobe. Like with like it the, was just the, a, the, a gray the, like, sweater. The, like the hemp sure. bracelets around the all those bracelets around his wrist. <laughs> yeah. And like the the clunky boots and the, the gray and sweater. Yes, the sweatshirts. Very, very Ryan the from sweaty. the motorcycle <laughs> thing. Yeah. Very. The very, motorcycle. Like, cool guy with semi-skateboarder surfer vibes if, from the if, 2000s. If Eddie Brock was really, like, a man of the people and, like, cared about the homeless, he would be taking public transit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Was there... Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a trolley scene. Oh, he, there's a trolley scene, there. but there's... Yeah, there's a trolley. There's more, like, to San Francisco public transportation than, like, just the trolley, right? Yeah, no one takes the trolley. Yeah, you take, how like... else are you gonna know it's San Francisco? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember the, the, the guy playing guitar, electric guitar? Yeah, across yeah, that scene. That scene <laughs> drove me nuts because they mixed they Wait, mixed what? in the – so his neighbor plays really loud guitar music oh, and they, yeah. they mix yeah, yeah, in yeah. the audio just like over everything. So it just seems like the soundtrack for some reason. Like it doesn't yeah. sound like it's coming from the next mm. room over. It just sounds like it's – and it's like, it's like really confusing and jarring like when it happens. Also, Tom Hardy – Throughout those entire sequences, you're like, "What are you doing?" The hand scene, <laughs> like the the, 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 okay, hand, oh, the, the uh, yeah. The, the hand scene was like, "What?" I was like, "Like I get it, but I'm also like, what?" The hand scene, as depicted in the collectible comic book. Oh sure, yeah. 
Wait, is it um, actually in the comic book? It's that scene and the um the the Venom makeout scene. Those are the two scenes. The the two oh essential uh, integral. Yeah, those they really um, did pick. They nailed it. Crop. They, they picked <laughs> it. Yeah. I thought that line was really funny when he, when like the, when they first start talking and Venom goes like, "Let's rip off all their heads and put them in the corner," and then he's like, "Why would we do that?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Pile of bodies, pile of heads." And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's alien logic. That's what made. That's yeah. why I like Venom. I thought that it was like... so funny. I actually thought that was really funny because <laughs> he's just because he's just an alien and he just sees like humans as like, you know pecans or like pistachios <laughs> like just, just, you know so are, are, does did venom have more of a story arc than eddie brock then because i cannot oh, yeah. even think oh, of like yeah. what eddie brock's story was venom is the only thing in this movie that changed the only person in this movie that changed is, yeah. is venom. <laughs> yeah and and i love them venom venom realizes venom venom realizes that they're amazing so venom yeah. is not a good movie but Venom is good. Yes. And I had a good yeah. time. I think that's my thesis. That's that's exactly how <laughs> this, I feel. That's my that's my review of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Venom Fair enough. good. Yeah. Venom the film not good. Me had yeah. a good time. <laughs> oh, they also they also have the scene where Jenny Slate is sneaking up on him at the convenience store. Oh yeah, oh when he's God. just talking to himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone took the time but, to make that and draw it was, that. It was a I love terribly that she was, terribly like, surprised scene. when it turned out he was talking to her. Like, 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 was she not surprised when he started talking to himself? For well, me, that would have been like, To be, to be oh, fair, man, that's been characteristic me. of him throughout the whole, like, up to that point. So yeah. He's been acting pretty Yeah, crazy. but does she know that? <laughs> she just starts Actually, oh, no, wait, this guy, like... That's before he gets the symbiote, too, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah, weird. because that's yeah. when she gets him to... But she she starts tailing this guy very badly, apparently, and... and falls in, into this grocery store and and he starts talking to himself about his history as a reporter and she's like oh man i'm so stealthy there's no way this is there's no way this is connected that proof i thought that scene was savable like i feel like it they i did enjoyed it too, that scene yeah i feel like they did it, it was too fun. fast and also it was in the trailer so like everyone saw it already but like oh like a turd in the wind oh my god yeah so why, I, why, I, why was venom like like they had the whole conversation before about like we only eat bad people, and then they were in the and then they were in the in the bodega and they were talking and then all of a sudden it's just like bad person and he's like yeah and I thought that was really cool I thought that that, that kind of like interaction was like oh this is yeah this is a cool little thing and then yeah. and then Venom comes out and then like Venom is just like no don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. Be better. They doubled back and then doubled back again. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, like, like he's like, acting oh, like he on. wasn't going to eat him, but he was totally going to eat him yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I get what they were going for, but it kind of ruined the payoff. Like it, like the like when when he says like bad per- bad guy, bad guy. Like everyone, I feel like in the theater, kind of gears up to like watch like this, you know this this thing go down, and then it turns into like Turd a in conversation, the wind. like a negotiation <laughs> scene. And then all of a sudden he eats him anyway, and it's like, well, I got kind of lost the momentum there. Also, he can never go to that store again because, like, <laughs> oh yes, he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, well, because he knows the owner. Like, they're good pals, apparently. Right, but he ate a head in front of her. Like, he ate. Yeah. Like, she's which not means he be can a... now do whatever he wants in that store. <laughs> because if he comes in, what is she going to do? Call the cops kick on him this out. person who can eat her head before? Like, there's nothing. <laughs> 
So that was the last scene in the movie, right? Because he just kind no. of walks out of the. Yeah. Um... No, wait, Unless you count uh, the red, the the prison well, red. Before scene we talk to the the horri- before we talk to the, about the carrot top scene, uh, can we also talk about the um, the fact the Stan Lee car- cameo is exactly the same as the Spider Man cameo in Spider Man uh, the game? Was there a wait? Was there a Stan Lee cameo it, in here? Chris I don't and remember. Pete will be the only people to get. <laughs> They I'm, played... total, I'm, I'm in the weeds here. I'm totally in the weeds I here. I don't remember. I in don't in don't Marvel remember. Spider-Man, the PS4 game, oh, Stanley no, makes a Venom. cameo. Yeah. Stanley makes yes, a cameo. Yes, I know that. Yeah. That interaction that Stanley has with Peter in the game is the exact same interaction. What does he do in Venom? Stanley... He's like, oh, you like she'll. You two are great together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, in the I game, he says, yeah. "You Stan two Lee are great together." To reinforce hetero romantic relationships. Bland. Next up is chastity. Yeah. Oh, Stanley, just let Spider Man be gay. That's so weird. I don't. I, I. I like. I totally forgot about that cameo. Like there were just so many weird things in the movie that, like, that's a thing that that was just too normal for me for me <laughs> to even remember. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, it, it was one of the things that held the movie back. Like, what, one, of the, one of the things that was actually interesting was that I didn't think it was actually about Michelle Williams. I thought it was about him and Venom. Ah, yeah, but 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 if it was, I mean, it totally mean that... was. But then just cut Michelle Williams out of it. You know what I mean? Like there was so much friendship and like like romance, not genuine romance between Venom and Eddie Brock. They could have just. I mean, can I can I go through this bullet list? Because so Chris, in the notes for this episode that you yeah. sent out, one of the questions, you know, the topics to address is like thoughts, you know, what thoughts on the Eddie Venom sort of phenomenon. Sure. So my bullet points are in order. I might just I might just uh read them verbatim. Um the first one is I mean I mean uh <laughs> the female love interest had zero chemistry with him. Uh they made out. They made Venom's other form so womanly to make it less weird, but it was still weird. It was so weird, Marvel. The internet is so horny for Venom. Tentacles, teeth, tongue, etc. I don't know why that's there. I think that's in the mm. wrong section. Sure. Uh Venom literally betrayed his entire planet because of Eddie. He tells Eddie this, and he literally rebuilt Eddie's broken heart. <laughs> That's true. Yes, he physically. Literally, yes. He literally, after Eddie breaks up with his girlfriend, his fiance, he is like, "Your heart's atrophied. You can't survive." And Venom's like, "I can fix that." And just like in holes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does say he gets that, impaled, that right? and then he gets impaled he gets impaled yeah. through the heart he gets impaled through the heart and he saves him again it's like it's like at the last moment a very notebook line also like here's another thing that th- this is a separate thing but just like on the topic of like you were them not me. doubling down on the th- yeah that like Betty, I wanted them Betty to... or is it is it Vetty or is it Bren- Brenham what? The, the no, Eddie... it's just Venom. It's just Venom. Because they, they are, are Venom. They are Venom. Yeah, Anthony. Didn't you watch the freaking God. movie? God, idiot. <laughs> the last Come line. On. Jesus. Get with it. Anyway, so. <laughs> we are, yeah. We are hashtag yeah. Venom. We are hashtag Venom. What more do you want? Anyway. Um. Uh, what was it again? Oh yeah, no, I I just wanted I wanted more of the the like the ramifications and lore behind the whole symbiote relationship and like the history of the species and all this stuff. Stop it, cat! Stop it! <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Sorry, um, she was rustling. Mm. 
I wanted more I, I wanted the movie to dig in deeper into the ramifications because there's like a couple scenes where we talk about you know the fact that Venom is like destroying Eddie's body and like how symbiotes sort of you know disintegrate their hosts and stuff and it's not really addressed if the reason that doesn't happen with Eddie is because Venom gets to eat people or if it's unrelated and it's just like it needs to be a super good match between them and then also it's like we kind of find out that Venom wasn't lying about fixing Eddie's heart by, like, when they separate, Eddie doesn't die immediately. Like, maybe? But it's not... None of this is given, like, the time it needs. There, there's all this pointless exposition up front with, like, the aliens crashing and, like, here's how we're doing research on them and stuff, but we never I, actually... I have weaknesses, but you don't really explain all the other stuff. Yeah, let's... We'll just bring up the weaknesses, for, you know, because we need them... Yeah. I actually think that I think I don't know because I was I've been thinking I was thinking about it and I think there was like a I got a pretty good amount of like I guess that, that interaction between like Eddie and Venom and I don't know how I would have felt if they added if they added more on that because it would have been entertaining I would have liked to see it but at the same time like I think there was still like a good amount of like what I see of Venom and Eddie interacting at the same time, I also know that, like, there's going to be a wave of Eddie Venom smut that I do not want, nor want to see, or I'm prepared for. I mean, they're just so close, you know? I mean, yeah. You're not no. following the right people on Twitter Eddie already. Eddie literally, a, couple, a few times in the movie, Eddie's like, he's up my ass. And then he sees Riz Ahmed with an alien, and he's like, he's up your ass, too. Like, what the... <laughs> like, oh my god. Okay. I, to be clear... I don't mean to say that there should have been, like, way more Eddie Venom scenes or that I was missing content there. I just mean the what what did exist and the interactions around that relationship mm-hmm. were lacking depth in, in, in the ramification way to me. I just, I'm just a huge nerd for world building <laughs> and lore and mm. stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, lethal protector? More like uh, lethal weapon. Right. I thought you were gonna say lethal injector. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know in those you know in those rom coms where uh, it's like second act of the movie and um, the guy brings the girl out to the balcony and says, "Isn't this oh beautiful?" That happened in this movie. Yeah, it did. They climbed the top of the. Uh... They climbed the top yeah. of the building right before the airplane. This world's not so bad. It'll be a shame once we destroy it or whatever that shit is. Yeah. Like. Right. What a way to ruin day night is to reveal that you're about to destroy the whole freaking planet. Venom is such a loser. Loser, <laughs> Eddie. Uh, I honestly, I really hated that accent. I thought it was god fucking awful. It was like New York meets Chicago. You know what it was? Because like I, so Jeremy Renner has like this accent that's like it's American, right? But like it's this has like this distinct twang. It's like kind of like alluring, and it's like Tom Hardy tried to do that, but like absolutely like does not do it correctly at all. I understand what you mean. It's a fail. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I know exactly what you mean. It's a failed Jeremy Renner impression. That's what this accent is. It just sounded oh, like it like just that. sounded like it came from nowhere. Like you couldn't place it really anywhere. That's, <laughs> that's why it was so hard to deal with. Like he was totally convinced that was like some regional accent, and everyone was just kind of going with it. And like, like he yeah. was just yeah. Uh, don't tell us. Is Tom Hardy British? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why. 
Yeah. His Benedict Cumberbatchitis. You know he is like he. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm an American. His voice work is usually very good. Tom Hardy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he Tom was Hardy. Yeah. Decent in he was he was he was decent in Mad Max, but then again, he didn't talk that much in Mad Max. <laughs> he just kind of talked like this in Mad Max. I think it's iconic, if anything. Yeah. Who is more crazy? Tom Hardy certainly does create iconic performances. For you. Have you seen Have you seen Tom Hardy in Star Trek Nemesis? No. He plays like a young clone of Picard. And oh. so he he's so he's bald and he has like a very prosperous accent. He's very skinny and it's a very bizarre performance. 2003 oh Tom Hardy. Sam, you should watch Star Trek Nemesis. I, I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it on my, on my list. Yes. Wow. Yeah. There yeah. is a... Oh, oh ooh, actually, a piece of paper. here's something. This is definitely off topic, so we're probably going to cut this out. But there's a... Screenshots of Tom Hardy's MySpace profile. That are really <laughs> That's good. what he looked like! Oh my god, in this movie, he looked like a guy from MySpace! Mm. <laughs> For real? No, he did! <laughs> He looked like MySpace the man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the aesthetic is. You I'm know they would if if they did this in the early 2000s, they would have made a fake Eddie Brock MySpace profile for viral marketing and oh I God, I'm yeah. so sad that MySpace I'm so sad they made this movie in the wrong year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean they really did. <laughs> if Sony released Venom in like early 2000s do you think it would do as well or like have like the same like status of like this room like amalgam of mystery? Good. It'd it be would good? be considered good. It would no, be because even back no, then would... those movies were not considered good. Like it no one be... talks oh, yeah. about Catwoman yeah. anymore. Mm. Also like it would be so much more inc- like if if you didn't adapt the humor at all or or any of the sort of tropes that it relies on, it would be even more incomprehensible. Uh so not to mention, I feel like the the only legs it really has to stand on even today is like the uh, like the the phenomenon you were talking about, like like um yeah, like if you if you talk about like social media, social media was not the same back then as it is now. So like the fact that like, do you guys have any favorite Venom fan art that you've seen by the way? Now that we're on no. the subject, nope, <laughs> no, no, I don't, no, no. I don't, I are haven't we, seen. Are any. we moving into the not safe for work section <laughs> of the podcast? I like no, this one. I of, don't. Like, I've seen a lot of like wholesome. Like I don't want that. It's not like Samani. It's we just need like to wholesome. Izzy's wishes. I have to look for this Polygon Wait, article. What is this? What is this? What is this picture? It's this is Tom what Hardy's MySpace profile. Cat? Oh, I thought you were talking about this smut. No, oh, no, it's oh, just wow. Tom Hardy hanging out with his cat. Wait a minute! Oh hold my on. god! Hold on! Yeah, sure. I just this is Tom Hardy's MySpace profile. Oh my god! 2005. Okay, so this is post Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I never it's realized they had pre- so many tattoos. Uh, pre Bronson, I would say. I think Bronson came out. I think 2006 he's all fluffy. Yeah, well, he, you can tell. Bath. You can tell it's pre Bronson because told... of his build. He's like not. Yeah. he's not all jacked up. He yeah, looks not, like he's in train spotting. Um, but he doesn't want to hang out with them. He wants to sit on my shoulder and stare and watch MTV in the room. So anyway, she says you can keep him in your room, no problem. She's, so no problem. anyway, you. She says you no can problem. keep him in your room, no problem, <laughs> no problem, no problem. <laughs> hey, a little tray, hallelujah. On the way back from the internet cafe yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> there's this kitten in the road, and I'm like, "Hey, cat, what's up?" I was not talking about smut, Izzy. I'm talking about act- like wholesome, like 
Oh, the case Venom is worried. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like love Venom. Like they were like Venom's worried that that Eddie has a uh, has a cold or like there's a cute uh, piece of fan art of like Eddie Brock and like Venom like looks like a hoodie which I think was kind of a neat yeah. little image. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, I was thinking. About, I yeah. Thinking about that. That's what I'm talking Chris, about. Chris, please forward me all these cute images. Uh, there is a poly. <laughs> I need I need wholesome alien content. Oh, wow, this is really good. I, I'm watching up looking at Polygon article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a Polygon article that has a compilation that kind of talks about the phenomenon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hiddlestoner. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Gay alien rom com. <laughs> Wait, what? That's what that's what the the tagline is to the Polygon article. Fans are celebrating Venom as the gay alien rom com it should be. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no! This is—it's the, sh- the shape of water. Yeah. I thought you liked monster movies, Sam. I no no no. Here's—I'm just like—it's just like—it's a cowardly version of the shape. It's of water. It's a cowardly <laughs> version of the shape of water. Yeah. It's a cowardly version, mm-hmm. which is a ama- which is saying something. I mean, it's it's it's, it's hmm. weird to even like put gender on Venom in the first place because he's goo from another planet. That's true. I mean, yeah. I am very I. I would say I'm very excited for them to deal with that, but I know they won't. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, the fact of the matter is, in this movie alone, Venom was a pile of goop, um, a sort of <laughs> uh, a humanoid male-ish figure, uh, and a humanoid woman-ish figure. That's a, There's no, you know, it's the whole spectrum. Goo, male and woman. <laughs> Ah yes, the genders, um, <laughs> the, the, three genders, the three genders, and then the, the Fire genders. Nation attack. You know which one I am. <laughs> Full goo, baby. The one where they're taking care of their babies together is very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna freaking deal with that in the sequels. Oh, well. So <laughs> something I yeah. So I read the I read the backstory because I don't know anything about the characters and like they're setting up Carnage to basically happen exactly how it happens in the comics. Um. Cause it, cause basically that character, Woody Harrelson's character, whatever, whatever his name is, um, Caratop, Cletus, Cletus, Cletus bonds with Carnage during a prison break and Carnage is Venom's like spawn child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like uh, Carnage, the, the symbiote and Venom is supposed to be like abandoned father situation. Like, Jeez. you left me alone to not understand anything, and now I bonded with the serial killer. Really gonna go back to bad dads, huh? When we were yep. waiting, when we were listening to Eminem and waiting mm. for that, that scene to come up, Chris turned to me and said, it's gonna be Carnage, and it's gonna be Woody Harrelson as Carnage, and he's gonna say... I didn't say Woody Harrelson, but... Oh, no, right, right, you didn't know it was gonna be Woody Harrelson, but yeah. like, it's gonna be Carnage, and someone's gonna say, there's going to be Carnage, and then Woody Harrelson... Mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all, first of all, the reveal of Woody Harrelson just shook me. Like, first, I, it, like his hair it shook me to my core. After everything that happened in the movie, that was the most ridiculous thing I've seen. Like, the that wig, was the, the fucking wig. Far fetched. <laughs> was so bad. Like, what the fuck? It's Woody Harrelson, and it's like, like, wait, what is what? What's on his head? What is, what is on I his looked head? At, I looked at Woody Harrelson's face, and then I looked at what was on his face, <laughs> and then I looked like, and then I looked at what character that face and hair was supposed to be, and my brain couldn't put the puzzle pieces together. It was just a bunch of weird edges bumping up against each other, not making a picture. 
They went to Party City. They got the fir- first <laughs> wig they found. Clown hair. <laughs> fucking Ronald McDonald wig. I was like, wait, is this the new Joker movie that they're talking <laughs> about? More like a Hunger Games character in that scene than he did in the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Why did he visit him in the prison again? As an exclusive interview. Yeah, because he's a high-profile serial killer. How recently, so he... did, how recently did Mr. Redhead get into prison? Because yeah. either either he got into prison a long time ago when Eddie was in the heyday of his reporting, and thus why did he wait so long, or he got into prison right, right when Eddie was disgraced, in which case... How does he know to contact Eddie now? I would say or Eddie wasn't big enough yet. Just got, or he what? I think wasn't Eddie wasn't even big enough yet. Like in his investigative days, like even interviewed Cletus, and then he finally interviewed Cletus. But then I'm saying, like, how did Cletus even know about him? I think it's I think it's the kind of thing that he just didn't want to do an interview for a very long time, and like you know, like they just ran out. He like randomly reached out to this person because like he like was a fan. Mm. Because he's so random. He loved yeah. the Eddie Brock show. and uh... Eddie Brock show! <laughs> Homes people! <laughs> I actually thought... So, like, when, when they were driving to a prison, I actually thought he was going to be talking to... Um, Scorpion? To it Scorpion, wasn't Alcatraz, to Matt Gargan. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it was. But it like, wasn't, I, right? Yeah. It's a like generic been, prison too, to me. That would have been too much. Yeah. I thought they were gonna do a Sinister Six thing, and like, oh, and they're like, oh, that's the adjacent part. But I was like, wait, what else? The only adjacent part is the end credit scene, where it's like in another universe, Meanwhile, and then cuts to five minutes of into the Spider Verse. It's beautiful. Well, I think they're, I think they're just worried about that movie because it's animated, and like they mm-hmm. have so many big stars on it. They like don't they want people to like go see it. So they were just trying. Oh, it looks really cool. Yeah, the yeah. only reason I was upset was because I thought um it was going to imply that <laughs> Tom Hardy as Venom would appear in yes. this multi dimensional story, which which would have made sense actually. That's what I was actually thinking too. That's why I said <laughs> meanwhile in another universe. I remember yeah. thinking that the whole like the whole the person chasing them was just going to turn out to be Venom the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it would just like catch Miles Morales, and then like, like it, it would be a dark figure. You see, it's Venom. His face comes out. It's animated Tom Hardy going, "I'm a reporter, by the way," and then it's just like <laughs> cut to black. <laughs> and they would say the in in so I love how it says in association with Marvel, but the oh, in association God. of is in tiny letters. So it's trying to trick you into thinking that it's an actual Marvel movie. <laughs> I read it the opposite way of like, guys, we can't let anyone know that we made this movie. <laughs> It's like, it's, oh my god, we have yeah. to say that, we have to put our name on it, but just like, oh my god, like, in association with just like, such a loose, right. a loose association with Marvel. Yeah. They use the old, yeah. the old Marvel graphic, too, not like the new one, the new fancy one. Yeah, because yeah. no, this has nothing to do yeah. with Marvel Studios. Because yeah. like, they're like, this is like what we would have made back then, <laughs> back when we were using this. Yeah. <laughs> Back when we were just licensing out the characters to a bunch of assholes who have no clue what to do with these characters. <laughs> uh, What's changed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to say it. It doesn't actually. I don't believe that. But uh, <laughs> oh well. I mean, it brings I, it out in me. Well, I, mm-hmm. at the very least, like um, even if like the MCU movies are like. Ha- have made questionable decisions by at least they were made by writers for us. I feel like the other movies were these were made by executives. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's how I feel. That's fair. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, trying to find out what was good. Like, Kevin, Kevin Feige, even though he's an executive, he's also a comic book fan, whereas Abby Arad is just, like, a dude who likes money and thinks that the kids love Venom. The kids love Venom. Um, the kids love <laughs> Venom. The kids do love Venom. The kids love Venom. Love Venom. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's 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 that same thing, and Pete brought it up, where it's like, you have your phase one, like, superhero, like, mm-hmm. companions, ships, where it, it kind of feeds into the, uh, the Arad, uh, like I only do it for money. It's like someone took, oh, this is a Venom comic. Open it up to a random page. It's like, oh, this is in it. Let's include that in the movie. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not how anything works. Yeah, exactly. Like he he was he was forcing that on. Like he was forcing that on to Sam Raimi's vision of Spider Man three, and yeah. that like obviously hampered the hmm. creative aspect. Which of the one movie. of these looks cool? And um, then the we're gonna do the alien one. Emo Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. That was a stroke of genius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great way to salvage that. That studio <laughs> note. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was thinking of uh, Spider-Man 2 pizza theme. <laughs> um, so speaking of people who don't know what they're doing, uh, this whole Sony Marvel universe that they're trying to make, do you see this actually going anywhere? Because unlike the Dark Universe, <laughs> which we were talking about in the pre-show, I think, um, this will actually go somewhere because Venom made money. So next in line is... A Morbius the Living Vampire movie starring Jared Leto, which oh. is the worst thing I've ever oh. heard, ever. <laughs> Why do we keep um, giving it movies? And then some sort of, like, Black Cat slash Silver, Silver Sable, Sable movie. Wait, I thought that got canceled. Yeah. So they, they mentioned it in the during the press tour for Venom, so I guess it's back on. Um, I'm sure they, like, repackaged existing stuff because they need to scramble to make new things for yeah, the exactly. universe now that Venom's making money. Yeah, yeah. How are they going to rectify all of this stuff with Tom Holland, like and like I, the Spider-Man stuff? Tom Holland. Tom Holland will appear in the movie. I think it's going to be sort of like a <laughs> wink sort of a thing mm-hmm. that doesn't really like the same thing that Deadpool did. Basically, I right. mean, like Deadpool two has nothing to do with X-Men canon, basically, but they had the X-Men in it. They shot a cameo probably while they were making Dark Phoenix, and they just like copied and pasted it into that room. In Deadpool no, they 2. actually they actually had them come to. Were the they actually there? Set. God damn it! Oh, oh. I'm sure oh. they were still filming the Dark Phoenix though. But um, yeah. Um, I mean, are what's the end game here? Are they going to make like a Sinister Six movie, or like, are they going to? I don't know. They... I don't think there is an end game. I really don't. I think. <laughs> There is a now game, and the now game is uh, money. Quick, more, more movies, more money. Quick, quick. Who, who, who can we put in a movie? Uh, like that's it. I couldn't even name drop anyone because I don't fucking know. Yeah, so Morbius. Because, I think, Morbius. I, quick. I, I was watching. Jared, Jared Leto's in in superhero movies. Put him in there. Right damage on his forehead. <laughs> He is a scientist named Michael Morbius, PhD, MD. Oh God! Um, yeah. God, just hearing that makes me tired. What about what about what about hey guys? What about Doctor Strange, but like a little bit shittier? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like just a little shittier. Just like, just like ugh, even. There are some uh, vampire. What are, it's what year is it? Like people are into vampires. What now? Like, year is it? <laughs> That's if why they make see it's gonna be like the same thing as the Spawn movie, uh, where the it's Spawn a decade of monsters, baby. <laughs> Here's what they do. Here's what they do. They just get uh, whoever directed the Underworld movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot yeah. their Underworld movies fucking existed with yeah. Well, 
Kate Beckinsale? That person. Yeah. Because well, here's yeah. my question to you. Do they keep going with the cheese? Like, if they realize that that's what people liked about Venom, and now they're in pre-production for this weird Morbius movie, are they just going to keep going with that consciously? The, the problem is, you can't do it consciously. Sharknado. Yeah, I've Sharknado never heard effect. of Morbius also, so I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Also, The kids love Morbius. I don't even know if it's like the kids love Venom because of the cheese. I think the kids <laughs> just love Venom. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Venom. <laughs> Venom. Yeah. I love Venom. 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 How is Eminem doing on iTunes, by the way? Uh, Eminem. Eminem. I was trying to combine Eminem and Venom together to make Eminem. Uh, Venom. Izzy, Izzy, you had uh, strong opinions on the Eminem theme. Oh um, yes. Do you want to say why? You oh loved yeah, that's it? right. Let's get yes. into this. I will. Yeah. I will be the first person, <laughs> and I will defend in my life. That Venom, mm-hmm. um, that M&M's Venom is actually a banger. <laughs> that is no, no. <laughs> lyrics, <laughs> lyrics, no, no, lyrics, the, no, no, no. Lyrics are bad, but <laughs> that chorus is very catchy. It's a, it's a catchy chorus. And and it's a good. That's it. A good I beat. got that adrenaline. It's momentum, a great beat. And I'm not knowing when I'm ever gonna slow up and I'm ready to snap any moment. I'm. Thinking it's time to go get them, they ain't no gonna know what hit them. It's catchy the way like Venom. Disease is catchy. <laughs> yeah, it's like herpes catchy. It's like not mayo a good and went from catchy helmets like like and a like a parasite. Filet fish, scribble jam, rapolipics, ninety seven freak Nick. Did I hear my name? No. <laughs> Did you say Sam? No. Okay. No. Slim be a combination of an Axel Kamikaze and Gandhi. Oh, I said Scribble Jam. Oh my god. Oh. Is he, re- is he referring to... That's interesting. Is he referring to Gandhi from Civilization when Gandhi was glitched and just dropped nukes <laughs> on people? It was actually very aggressive. That's probably what Eminem was, was probably referring to. Probably a deep to. cut, yeah. Eat we have to, to check the genius. Fuck up the track like what's-her-name at the at the wheel, Danica Patrick. Izzy, you're out, you're, you're out at a bar and Venom comes on. What, and everyone else around you collectively groans. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, like, do you give into peer pressure or do you go with your heart? Knock, I go, knock. I, let the devil in. Well, then <laughs> I'll probably go with my heart, but depending on how drunk I am is like how <laughs> aggressively I will go with my heart. <laughs> knock, knock. Let the devil in. Manevolent has, as I've ever been. Head is spinning. This medicine screaming. L- 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 let us in. <laughs> like a salad bowl, let us in. Like a salad bowl, like a salad. Let us in. Like a salad bowl, let us in. Like a salad bowl. The number of like forced slant rhymes in that song is staggering. So at the, at the end of um, like it, it's him walking out the convenience store, right? And then he's yeah. just kind of like talking, talking to Venom about like, oh, you can't do that. You can do this, yada yada. And it's like this very like comical back and forth and then like the camera does the thing where it's like at the doors and then it kind of goes up into the sky and it's like this very lighthearted score yeah that's and what happens I, at the end of a rom-com it might they, as like, well they, they walk they they hold hands and stuff and they and exactly. they're walking and stuff yeah. and they're talking about how much they love each other and then it pans up to a beautiful sun sky or whatever. right and and then and then but like i i mentioned in in the, in my review that like it felt so <laughs> so totally weird with the rest of the movie that they might as well have ended with the um with the looney tunes that's all folks cuz it was just so <laughs> 
That's the thing, is that the whole movie didn't know what genre it wanted to be, which is okay if it's purposeful, but well, yeah. I think it but was. Then, like, it, I just, instantly got whiplash again when the Eminem <laughs> song started because I was, I was like, wait, what is this song that I'm listening I could, to? I honestly and it could felt not like, believe it when that Eminem song came on. Like, I totally <laughs> forgot that that was going to happen. When I heard that, I was just like, wait a minute. I was like, oh, this Eminem, this Eminem song? Eminem? Oh, wait a minute. That's like... Not bad. Izzy was head I expected the credits like... to like. I expected the credits to like calm me down after that experience of a movie, but it just kept my energy going all the way to Woody Harrelson. But I like and that. Then it was like. <laughs> then you see the wig, and then you see the wig, and then it's like, what the fuck? And then the main credits are going, and you're just like, what did I just watch? Yeah. What is this? Going off the rails on a crazy train. I thought the line was really cute when they're in the convenience store and Eddie's like, "So what is it, so so what's it gonna be tonight?" And Venom's like, <laughs> "Tater tots and chocolate." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I actually okay. So I actually really I thought it was very cute when they were walking away from uh, love interest McGee and I've, I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it on purpose. Michelle Williams. They're walking away from. Michelle, they're walking away from Michelle Williams. Which is also worth and, forgetting her name. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll take what I can get. Um, they're, they're walking away from Michelle Williams, and Venom says, She has no idea we are going to get her back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, I, I don't like... Uh, I think it's... So wait, like, hold on. Uh, if, we know that, if we know that Venom and Eddie are definitely in the relationship, does that mean that... Venom is trying to get this poly relationship. Going. Oh my god! <laughs> You've just yeah. accessed the deep web, Anthony. Anthony, welcome, Anthony. We're not going to talk about this anymore on the podcast, but just so you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. No, oh, oh, it's I a know big, this. big, bright, beautiful internet. Eddie Eddie Brock can never be intimate again without his best friend watching. <laughs> His best friend and partner, Venom, watching. Without his best friend experiencing. Exper- and also. experiencing, yeah. And trying to eat that's his partner. Disgusting. God, I can try to... No! <laughs> that's... I can only that's imagine a other that. Thing. I didn't want that either. God damn it. What possessed Michelle Williams's character to like look, see? I think I think like it possessed a dog at that point, and she just looks at the dog and she, and I oh, guess she jumps to the conclusion that yeah she well, she can she concludes that she should also be possessed by Venom to get her to get him to. I don't think she was unintentional. Again, something that would have been fixed think she chose. if Jenny. It made like, me think that it's like, I have to do it. Slot. Yeah, I don't think she chose though. What if Venom just hopped out? This no, is one of the, the look on her face that implies that she, she seems so chilly. She's definitely conspiring. Just about, yeah. played that part. If Jenny Slate's character had played that part, that wouldn't be like they wouldn't need any. They wouldn't need Dan. They wouldn't need Michelle Williams yeah. learning about it because she would already know. Yeah. Yeah. No, she would like. Ha- she would like break them into the hospital to to, to check up on them and to do like weird X rays and stuff, and then yeah. they, they would get split up, and then. And yeah. she would go searching for Venom, so when she found the dog and saw the eye thing, she was like, okay, this might kill me, but we gotta do it to save Eddie. Like, well, like Michelle so much Williams stuff could have been really cool and intentional. Yeah. Well, Michelle Williams, dumb. I think, was kind of like that, too. She's like, she looks at the dog, she's like, oh, no, I have to do it, because like, she still cares for Eddie. But, like, also, like, grant. But she doesn't have enough information to know that she has to do it, or know what it means to do it. I don't think but she's the character sense. who knows to do stuff. Like, she's the one who, like, she's uses the MRI machine. Device. She's the one who, like, uh, did the thing at the rocket at the end, and uh, yeah, yeah, you're totally right about her. It's like, I mean, because, like, granted, like, Tom Hardy still told her that, like, Wait, you know... Wait, she blasted a sound out of the... 
Yeah, yeah so she turned on the MRI. Yeah, the high frequency. Yeah, at the end, she just turned on the speakers. She turned on the speakers, but you can't fluctuate that. The frequency <laughs> of what comes out of the speaker. No, 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 Tony, Tony, Tony. She, no, she went to YouTube. She went to YouTube and she searched for four thousand four hundred hertz, and she put that tone. She put an aux cord into the, <laughs> and then she just played it out of the speakers. Yeah, the classic aux cord in the high tech science uh, rocket launch panel. Yeah, there was like a whole. You gotta have tunes for the launch. She didn't have her dongle, so she had to. Borrow someone else's. Yeah, oh, was this in that's, the 40 that's minutes why that, that fight scene went so long? This yeah. in the 40 minutes that were cut. It was her going, does anyone have a dongle? <laughs> and then someone's like, oh, is it the sex? And she's like, no, it's the X, but I think it's the same. And all of, all of that is interspersed with scenes of Venom and Eddie just getting punched in the face. And I'm going to be like, please, someone end it. Please, can anyone help us? You know, I kind of like those scenes. I thought they should have been in the movie. <laughs> Wait, who, what, who are you doing? Tom Hardy. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I guess that's Tom Hardy. I'm doing Tom Hardy. But now he's Bobby Cross. But now he's Bobby But as actual Tom Hardy saying, I wish those minutes were in the movie. Have fun editing. Oh, Chris, I'm so sorry. This, so what, 30 minutes of this is usable, right? This podcast has aged me. Like, I feel older now. So the real life actually aged all of us a plus 50 years but this podcast aged chris an extra 10 <laughs> after this podcast is released i'm gonna say oh yeah there's 40 minutes of great stuff that chris just cut out <laughs> it's mostly us looking for a dongle yeah. Oh, yeah pretty much if we all let's all tweet let's all make the collective pack to tweet that actually 20 minutes 20 minutes of it was chris looking for a dongle and the other 20 minutes were me yelling about the con- the the lyrics to the venom song <laughs> There was a point where I was like, wow, he's just going to do the whole thing, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been its own episode, I think honestly. You, I think you worked like, for most bonus. of it. Bonus. The, the, the multiple times you brought for the it up, Patreon, actually got for the Patreon supporters, we'll just release it. Oh, yeah. We'll release, we'll me, we'll release a, uh, an audio recording of me doing spoken words of Venom song. Yeah. Every now and then I'll come in and shout, Venom! <laughs> Guys, this is the acoustic cover of uh, Venom. <laughs> And then, then Sam, Sam comes in, and Sam comes in screaming Venom, and then all of a sudden you just hear snaps. Just snaps. Oh, so this is a slam poetry now. Yeah, it's spoken word, spoken word slam poetry, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Venom! Chris, just to tie us back in, what was the last thing you were discussing before we went off on a tangent? Uh, I don't remember at all. Uh... Was it Carnage? <laughs> it was what was next for the Venom universe. Yeah, like, what, what, is there anything you want to see? <laughs> um, I want to see, uh, see Ansel Elgort as the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> oh my god, we're never going to... I want to see, see Silence of the Lambs, but it's Carnage. <laughs> I really want to see Venom and again. Tony's actually, laughing, that would... but I'm serious. I think. No, actually, right. you yeah. know, yeah. I, it took me a second, but that would be good. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the biggest problem with this movie is that they stuck to this like genre for some reason, like for no reason. Like, there's no reason I... to have like the love interest. That's what. Like, yeah, this should have been a horror. That's what movie. we were talking about. That's what we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about genre. Comedy. That's what this we were talking about. Comedy. Okay, yeah, yes. The tone of the movie was 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 flopping around. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, it fluctuated between like buddy comedy and horror movie, and didn't even do the horror movie parts well because it gave away the game so early on, and the, it was so frustrating to spend most of the movie just watching Eddie play catch up 
for all of the exposition that we already saw in like the first 10 minutes of the movie just so frustrating and like be- because i sort of i write horror for work mm-hmm. or i used to and i'm sort of doing other stuff now but sure it's the whole a, a lot of horror a lot of good horror let's say not like jump scares and stuff but a lot of narrative horror and visual horror is about slow reveals and obscuring things and revealing things in sort of glimpses and snapshots that are impossible to get the full picture of and that that sort of mystery is terrifying and then the sort of abstraction is terrifying and we saw everything in the first 10 minutes and then when we went to the labs and eddie was seeing all this horrible stuff it wasn't frightening to us because we already had seen all of it already in a less frightening way too yes exactly in the brightly lit rooms over and over again and if if instead we had discovered things with eddie if the movie had picked up with like eddie going about his business and then being tailed by this scientist and us finding out about this whole thing of like oh he was disgraced because he was on to something and now the scientist is you know trying to redeem herself by cluing him in and then we find out about all of this through his eyes maybe through his camera like found a footage style as he goes through this lab seeing all these horrible things trying to put the pieces together alongside him rather than like just like waiting for everything to happen like marcel when we were watching this movie marcel continually turned to me during like the first 20 minutes and just was like when's this movie gonna start Mm. (laughs) because it hadn't started like we didn't we hadn't met venom who is it's it's venom (laughs) (laughs) we are venom I, so I, I also think that the conflict between the horror movie and the comedy movie underserved the comedy parts because you have all of this, all these scenes where it's like, oh, the parasites are like killing people and like eating these, you know, subjects. So then like all of a sudden it's supposed to be like funny when like Venom bites someone's head off. But it's like, well, that was just supposed to be scary. So like, I don't really know how to feel about, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's also hard to get behind the, like the Venom Eddie, like, dynamic and the sort of like the relationship they're supposed to have going like you're supposed to want them to be together you know what i mean like you're supposed to want them to be venom but well like yeah to be you know what i mean yeah to be venom yeah like you want them to team up basically but the whole lead up of the movie is like these symbiotes are killing people and it seemed at first like maybe that was because the they weren't perfect matches for each other or whatever but then it's revealed that Eddie's dying anyway, but then Venom mm. can fix it. So why hasn't Venom fixed it yet? Because they've. It's like Venom is killing Venom. Eddie. Yeah, Venom's but killing Venom can Eddie. fix it because yeah. they have to stay together. Yeah, it, 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 Venom was killing Eddie because Eddie was kept eating tater tots and not. Like... <laughs> no, really, because the whole thing is like they need to eat like live flat tissue for them to like be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so then, but that then that goes back to my lore question of well, if if Eddie was dying. Why didn't he die when they were separated? Because he does a ton of action stuff after that point. Mm. Like, when they're separated, he goes running. He does a bunch of action shit and escapes and does crazy stunts. And meanwhile, his heart's literally atrophied in his chest. It's oh. just, you know. Or maybe it looked like it was atrophying. If you have an atrophied... If you have an... I'm sorry. If you have an atrophied heart, <laughs> aren't you, like, already dead? Like, yeah. Ha- ha- like... <laughs> Yeah. See that? No, that's why. That's why I'm saying like because Venom was inside Eddie when it was happening. When when the MRI scan went through, so mm-hmm. maybe the MRI scan says, "Hey, your heart's gone. 
No, but then Venom's, Venom confirms it when he says, no, it's fine, I can fix it. Like, that confirms that his heart is... Look, it's all these little... It's a lot of little details of things that just fell through the cracks of screenwriting. and Yeah. Uh, like, there should have been a couple more edit passes on the script, and they could have mm. really done with, like, not only a line editor, but, like, a script doctor to smooth out a lot of the narrative inconsistencies and world-building stuff, and... And also fix the freaking tone. That's too much work, Sam. Movie. Stop. No, they're not. Sam, <laughs> Let me do the work, Chris. Hire me. Oh, my God. That was probably way too loud. My roommates are home. Mm, whoops. So, Sony, Sony, if <laughs> you're listening, if Abby Arad is listening to this podcast, uh, we got a writer for you um, here. Um, here here I am. Yeah. Hire me. The, the new architect of Sony's Marvel Universe in association with Marvel. Oh my God. I feel like the movie kind of well. like starts like when they start fighting people as Venom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's when it, it feels starts... like it gets like it starts to like grab you. Yeah, yeah, that's, it starts that's like I when, think at that yeah. scene. Yeah, that's the turning point into the second act. The reason it doesn't feel like there's a second act is because the first act lasts thirty minutes of the movie. We don't we don't move into we don't have a turning point where the the where. Eddie steps into a weird new world until he leaves the lab with a symbiote, which is like what 30, 40 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna argue that like you could sort of argue like in that respect that like the first act is just like the first, like just before the six months later, which is completely unnecessary. And then everything, where, like and, like where he responds to the symbiote and he's like adjusting, that's still all the second act, but you just don't realize it because. It's just, it's just something. Yeah. It's just the whole thing. I'm, I don't want to keep harping on the 30 minutes, but I also do <laughs> the whole, I'm not 30 minutes, six months. Oh my God. 30 minutes later. Um, <laughs> 30 minutes later. <gasps> it's so horrible. They basically doubled down on the first act because they'd spend what, like 20, 30 minutes doing a first act of like here's the normal world let's 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 establish our characters and the the way the world works and then they break it and they do it again the only thing that was missing was eddie brock going yep that's me eddie brock just your <laughs> average reporter yeah <laughs> there's a, this is there's my like an opening Jeez, there's, a, there's a harmonton uh clip that yeah. basically covers like why never ever do that ever it's like that's me right there he's an idiot it's like, and that was me five years ago. I've changed since then. Maybe one yeah. day. Bet you're wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> well, Bet you're wondering how I ended up there. Yeah. Uh, after Thor, Thor Ragnarok, no one else can do it. How will Venom be remembered? That was that's one that's something we haven't talked about. This will be remembered as a room movie. So like a movie where people see this at midnight, get really drunk, and not throw spoons at it, but throw <laughs> something at. The uh, they'll throw so. lobsters and chicken legs from their trash can. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a little different from that in that this is gonna be one of those movies that sparks a lot of fan fiction. Yeah, it's gonna. I don't want to think gonna, about that, Sam. No, I'm not. We're not going to think about it. I'm just saying. We're not going to write it ourselves. We're just saying. We're not going to write it. it. We're not. We're not going to write it ourselves. This podcast is actually a I, workshop you, for our Bitch, y'all page. better not. Not going to write it ourselves. Eh? No, probably. Cracks, no, no. But so. No, but I'm just. Knuckles. I'm saying that. 
It's like, um, wow, I can't believe I'm about to do this. You know the movie The One Slur that came out a while ago? Which one? What? I've heard of it. I've never it's heard of it. It's like this. the Lorax. Oh, sure. Okay. Movie, the animated yeah, 3D one. Yeah. No one remembers anything about that movie except that a lot of fan art came out about it and that there was like some bonkers th- stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I remember that. that. I don't think this is going to be exactly like that because, you know, there are actually, you know, some genuinely interesting things. But that's going to be part of its legacy. Whoa, I typed in Onceler, and immediately the first, the first image that came up was fan art. Well, yeah. Because the movie was trash. It's interesting if you bring up the spoons, Anthony, because, like, in Pittsburgh, there is, like, this sort of, like, there's this interactive room, like, the room, but, like, interactive. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's all over the country. Yeah. Yeah, I've met Tommy yeah, Wiseau like, through oh. one of those. Yeah, like, a la Rocky, wow. and, like, I could totally, like, look, I have a drinking game for Venom. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, I can totally see Venom, like, being, like, the, like to- I can totally see Venom, like, being like this one, being like the room. Venom, the drinking game. Yep. It's art, it's so quotable. It's such a quotable movie. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know this is already off the rails enough, but do you want to hear it? Wait, like, what? Oh, your game? Yeah, so- I want to hear it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you pre so pregame. If you watch Spider Man three, take a shot. <laughs> That's really good. There you go. Drink when every time Venom speaks in every so okay, every time Venom speaks in A's head. Drink when every time Tom Hardy makes an acting choice, you don't understand. <laughs> you you want me to die? Alcohol poisoning. Like the first thing, the the Venom talking alone would kill me. Uh, waterfall every time Eddie drink. Okay. Also, Eddie, so the first, so like after like a waterfall every time, every time Eddie drinks because the first thing like Tom Hardy does is take like, a drink he of water. Part- no, he gets no, no, he doesn't. Fucking beer. He gets a beer, and Why Venom doesn't let do him that? drink that because it's bad for him, and he's trying to eat that liver. Yeah, no, so we're talking about freaking domestic. What a what what's what's happening. symbiote. He's so he, there. He's taking care of him. Yeah, but he goes for a beer, and Venom's like, no, you can't drink that. You have to drink this water. <laughs> and he's like, why am I getting water? I hate water. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely don't remember any of this. I think you just made that up. That's I don't fine. remember that. No, that's very, Izzy, what, that's, yeah. Izzy, what, what's next? Take a shot. Every time, Je- every time Jenny Slate says symbiote in that weird way that sparked weird outrage for some reason, mm. take a I shot. I think it's like every- five times. Take a shot every symbiote. time you've seen better CGI in life the um the movie we were just talking about oh, okay <laughs> and then you take a shot when um and the turn the wind line because of course you do i think you drink until dead for that <laughs> unless you're already dead in which case i don't know how strong is that wind <laughs> you think about it like that's well like how small is the turn <laughs> <laughs> how how dried out is the turn as well? yeah <laughs> oh, Important questions here on AP Marvel. It's gotta be. A, it's gotta be like a cat turd because it's all well, dried from the litter. Is, and then this it's is. Just I'm, gonna... I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Something hard hitting. You know, know something of a scientist covering, myself. Uh... <laughs> it's all about the analysis. I guess it's. Tra- I guess to transition into this last question, which we sort of discussed, but then lost track and then picked up the wheel again. Um, what's next? 
Yeah. Do you want a sequel? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I want yeah. the sequel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> I can't tell if that's sarcastic or not. It's my money. No. It's my venom, no, and I, I need it I, now. I can say very genuinely, I'm freaking stoked for I'm, a sequel. I'm, I'm stoked, I think, yeah. Well, I also think it could be one of those things where they could save it, like, right? They could make it work. Yeah, no, this is, this is very much going to be a movie that is determined by what follows it and how that frames it. It's going to be the Shrek 2 of Venom movies. I, God, I knew you were going to reference Shrek. I, <laughs> I bit my tongue so hard to keep from doing it. And as soon as I, like, I was like, oh, Anthony's going to take the, that crucible. He's going to, it's not, Sh- it's not going to be Shrek 2. Because Shrek was a perfect gem of a movie, okay? <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like, like funny because it was bad or like a train wreck or, or totally dissonant. It was a perfect gem of a movie. Are you saying Shrek 2 is... A train wreck of a movie? No, 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 no I'm no. saying that They're Shrek saying that, isn't yeah. like Venom. It's totally different, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm saying, saying, how dare you? I'm saying, how dare you? <laughs> I love Venom and I love Shrek, but you, it's like apples and oranges. It's like... It's, it's, it's like it's Venom like, and Carnage. It's... No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not... No, because that's like... They're different colors. Child. No. Shrek, Shrek 2. Venom is Shrek. Carnage is the donkey. What? Which I, one's Puss in Boots? Then I, w- I would love to see one of the the Jenny Slate. Scene Jenny Slate. As, oh my god, she's Jenny Slate's dead body. <laughs> they put I'd a symbiote on Jenny Slate's dead body. Yeah. I'd love to see a scene in Venom too. That's like the dinner scene in Shrek too, where they just say each other's <laughs> names for a while, and Venom is saying people's names, but no one can hear him except Eddie, and he's very confused. <laughs> Okay, I have to end this. I have to end this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty that's right. a pretty good thing to end it on. Not gonna lie. Uh, um, Izzy, where, where can people I, find I you on social media? Um, you can find me at the Lyrolin, uh-huh. um on Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's eleven p.m. We need to sleep. <laughs> a- Anthony, uh, oh, no, yeah, definitely need to sleep. Anthony, you're a Gooigi right now. What is your Twitter Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at the Pizza Taco. Mm-hmm. It's a me, Guigi. Uh, Sam, anything you want to plug, including your Twitter Twitter handle? I almost said Twitter like the same way Tom Hardy says. My Twitter handle yeah. is uh, wow, I hate that I did that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> is is just Sam, please. Mm-hmm. Um, all one word. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it actually please also... or is it PLS? No, it's actually please because oh, okay. I'm a professional. <laughs> and uh <laughs> you can you can also check out um metaarcade.com mm-hmm. that's the company i work for um and there's our games are on there and stuff okay. yeah uh pete uh a random stranger who joins this uh episode mm-hmm. uh <laughs> where can yes. people find you on social media so I would I would like to remain anonymous but uh if ah. you want some some good ah. art you can find Tasteful. Uh, some very good mm. art at oops all doodles all right. uh, underscore between each and every word. So, yeah, no, they they just they just made my uh, spooky uh, Twitter profile picture, which is That's very right, good, yeah. and I enjoy it. Chris, enjoy it. Chris um, is now the top the top post. Yeah, because I am. Voice. Yeah, because yeah. I'm very good. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm at Compenderizer. Um, Oh man, this, this is, is going to be so this fun is a to edit. Spoopy movie oh, episode. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of like cutting Anthony out of. Ironically, the only thing you don't have to cut out of this podcast is probably the first thirty minutes. 
this. Recording really good. That's perfect symmetry. Yeah, this cut the rest out. Yeah, this podcast might actually be a piece of art for us. Like we just came up <laughs> a with a piece bunch of, of art. Like, we just come up with so much random stuff, and then like someone in the editing room has to make sense of it, and then just puts out a product that. I'm sorry, I hope but that's someone that I hope people the room, love. The yeah. room of podcast. Yes. Episodes. Yeah. Exactly. I think this is this is one where you put out like. Venom episode, Venom episode, and then Venom episode point one, where it's the director's cut. <laughs> it's just completely unedited, unfiltered, uncensored oh, nonsense. I actually like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Enough people already hate us. I've I've seen some, like <laughs> I, I've seen a, I've seen some good comments about our podcast, and I've seen some really bad ones. <laughs> I've seen some really bad ones. Most too. annoying oh, really? podcast host I have... ever. Oh my god! I've had a lot of that directed at me. And then comment. I feel like a lot of uh, please, uh, please review our podcast on yeah. uh, wherever your podcasts are found. Give us your unless honest you, unless opinion you on Anthony. disagree with us uh, or think we're yeah. annoying, then don't. The only then stay the away. only reviews I saw were on the Infinity War post, the Infinity War podcast post, and it was basically just someone quoting me and being like, "What a weird way to think about things. That doesn't make any sense." And I was like, "You don't understand my heart. <laughs> you understand you my just... art." You're welcome for not putting you in an echo chamber. You, you, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing you perspectives. I'm opening your mind. Yeah. yeah. It's all about perspective. Eddie Brock and Venom. Fuck. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Is he still on the call? Come on. And with that, thanks. And with that. Thanks to Steve Modder for the music. Also, they don't fuck this technically masturbation. Thanks to Charles for the logo. Oh my god. God, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, is Izzy right. and Anthony, you guys recorded a thing with Thomas without me. What's what's coming up next in the next two weeks? There's a two-parter episode that Thomas wrote. Actually, it's very exciting, mm-hmm. and it's about um shared the shared universe model, and we get very existential. Yeah, we talk okay. about like the end of the MCU and what does that mean? Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. Do you talk about Morbius at all? Nice. Where's Morbius fit into all this? <laughs> Um, um, just watching. P- mm. PhD MD. Uh, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We're about other cinematic universes as well and stuff yeah. where they fail. Yeah, the oh, dark gosh. universe is pretty little slow. quilt. Yeah. So. All right. If you're still somehow listening all the way to the end of this episode, <laughs> uh, thank oh you very God. much. Uh, uh, we all thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We'll come uh, back next week. Check out with our the, Patreon. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marvel News says Patreon and. Uh, yeah, you know. Just letting you know, if you guys think that the Patreon gives me money, it doesn't. And that, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying that's perfectly fine. Do we not... are not paying Anthony at all. No. Good. Um, <laughs> we're doing this because it's fun and we're enjoying it, as you can see by my, as the others can see by my face right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just, this was super. This was, I mean, this was really fun to record, and we hope you enjoyed <laughs> listening. And yeah, it's eleven o'clock, and we need to sleep. I need guys. I'll be back for Venom too. Yeah, <laughs> Venom colon Carnage. Uh, Venom, which I Venom assume Carnage. I'm gonna call it. Yeah. God, that's the title. I will. Machine Gun Kelly will write the theme song. <laughs> Carnage! 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 It's all right. Goodbye. It's all right. Goodbye. Please, please tell me you're actually going to edit this.